Gardaí Appeal for Witnesses to Crash Article by Elizabeth Lee Gardaí and Greg Namana Kilkenny are appealing for witnesses to a single vehicle fatal road traffic collision that occurred on Monday the 5th of October at approximately 3.45pm at Ballyogan, Greg Namana, County Kilkenny. Gardaí and emergency services attended the scene of the collision, which occurred when a tractor overturned on the main road. The male driver of the tractor, who was in his late 50s, was removed to St Luke's Hospital in a serious condition and has since passed away. Gardaí at Thomastown are appealing for any witnesses to the collision or for any road users who may have camera footage and who were travelling in the area on Monday the 5th of October between 3.15 and 4pm to make this footage available to them. Anyone with information is asked to contact Thomastown Garda Station on 056 77 St Lazarian's Gets New Bus Article by Elizabeth Lee The wheels on the bus went round and round at St Lazarian School Carlo when a brand new nine-seater was presented to school principal Deirdre Nolan last Friday. The handing over of the keys by car dealer Anthony Dooley saw the end of a four-month fundraising drive where €33,500 was raised. The money was raised despite COVID-19 restrictions through a huge amount of determination and generosity. The whole journey began in June when the school launched its fundraising campaign, with the Spring Hill Trust being the first to react by donating an incredible €10,000. The school had links with it in the past and so were overwhelmed by its generosity. Staff from the school, including Kate, Colleen, Helen and Cloda, Fiona and Fionn, Nora and Tam, as well as the Board of Management, quickly followed with setting up money-making challenges from their homes and with their families. Ellen, one of the students, teamed up with Thrive Café in Tullow to bake for a bus, while the old yard in Castle Dermot ran a harvest bounty table for them, where you could swap local produce and donate to the school fund. Paddy Kelleher, a cousin of Billy and a student at the school, raised over €6,000 by cycling from Cork to Athai. Kids from three classes have also just completed one million steps for the bus fund and these proceeds will go towards tax, insurance and running costs. When the funds were just about €12,000 off target, Kath and Co, who have donated thousands to local charities by making masks, kindly donated their next €1,000. And finally, Merck Sharp and Dome handed over just under $10,000 to the fund, edging the fundraising drive over the finishing line. Deputy Principal Rachel Dolan then spoke to Anthony Dooley of Dooley Motors, another long-time supporter of the school, about purchasing the vehicle. Amidst great excitement, the bus arrived at St Lazarian School on Friday, which marked the end of their fundraising journey, but no doubt the beginning of countless other trips. Both pupils and staff were thrilled with the new addition, and in attendance at the presentation were several of the generous sponsors. 
Children from all the classes will benefit from the new transport with trips to the local town park, oak park and cafes, as well as to horse riding and swimming classes. We would like to thank every single person who gave anything in monetary terms, their time or their effort. It's amazing what happened over the four months. We are overwhelmed and so happy for our students, Principal Deirdre Nolan and Deputy Principal Rachel Dolan said. Lacemakers sow the seeds of cooperation with Ulster Group. Article by Michael Tracy. A one-of-a-kind cross-border partnership between Carlow and Northern Ireland craftspeople will be launched this Saturday. The Boris Lacemakers invite you to join them for the virtual launch of Common Threads, Laces Across the Border, on YouTube at 3pm. This is a collaborative project which the group has been involved in over the past few months with the South Armagh Lace Collective. The groups are grateful to have been awarded funding under the Department of Culture, Heritage and the Gaeltacht Cooperation with Northern Ireland Funding Scheme, which supports projects which seek to enhance, celebrate or commemorate the artistic, cultural, musical, film or heritage of the island of Ireland on a north-south basis. Newry, Morn and Down Council were involved through their AONB and Geopark team working in the Ring of Gullion area. Talks between the group started in early April when the country was in lockdown. Bridget O'Regan, chairperson of Boris Lacemaker, said, Unable to meet as a group, we had to embrace technology and look at every which way we could keep in touch. This took the form of Zoom, WhatsApp, Viber and even the regular phone call or post, whatever system worked. The focus was on keeping everyone within the loop. As well as meeting within our respective groups, we held regular meetings with the other group to work out the various aspects of the project. Each group created a wall hanging consisting of 19 lace squares on a quilted background, with one square dedicated to the other group's lace. The lace squares are all different, some traditional and some new designs and have their own significance for the individual lace maker. Bagnallstown's Helen Doyle said, My piece for the wall hanging was inspired by nature. In particular, the ducks that are a common sight on the River Barrow, both in Bagnallstown and Burris. During lockdown, I would post photographs and videos of the ducks and ducklings on our group WhatsApp page while I was out walking the Barrow track. It was a natural choice for me to choose a duck for my contribution to the wall hanging. Another part of the project was the creation of a series of films, Stories from Home, where the lace makers talk about their craft and what it means to them. The films also focus on what it was like for the women being involved in such a project during the restrictions of COVID-19. Working as a nurse in a busy Kilkenny hospital meant I had limited time on my hands, but the project helped me to keep my hand in at the lace making and it was great to be part of it, said Mary Hayes of Kilcaltrum, Burris. Kiledman's Helena McAteer added, The Common Threads project came at a time when all our best laid plans for 2020 came to a sudden halt in early March. 
It has been great from the point of view of keeping the group connected and focused on the lace. Rosie Finnegan-Bell of the South Armagh Lace Collective said, I think this project serves to remind us that culture and art knows no borders, and that's something worth celebrating. We are also very conscious of the fact that our lace tradition extends back 200 years, well before the border was established. Final arrangements are being made for the streaming of the virtual launch of the project. This event will be streamed live on the Shared Projects YouTube channel on Saturday at 3pm. Closer to this date, the event programme and launch link will be posted to the page www.facebook.com forward slash Irish Laces. If you like and follow the page, you will receive notifications as they are posted on the events page. In the meantime, in the days leading up to the launch, you can get to know all the lace makers who took part in the project by reading their stories on the Facebook page at the link above and view photos of their beautiful lace creations. Teen Smashes Fundraising Target Article by Elizabeth Lee A teenager from Old Lachlan who set out to raise €1,000 for Carlo Kilkenny Home Care Team ended up raising an impressive €2,810 instead. The money will help to provide a palliative care service for those who need it. 16-year-old Olin MacDonald set out to cycle 1,000 kilometres over 40 days during his summer holidays, after seeing firsthand the wonderful work the charity does. Olin's granddad became ill last October and his family were very thankful for the help provided by the home care team. Olin set up a GoFundMe page for the home care team so that they could help other families who may find themselves needing this invaluable service. The teenager began his cycle on the 10th of June, tracking many of his spins on Instagram, and completed the 1,000 kilometres on the 19th of July, 40 days later, averaging 26 kilometres daily. He got great support from his family, including his parents, Eilish and Sean, and many of his friends who cycled with him on various parts of his journey. Olin surpassed his original target of €1,000 and so far has raised €2,810 for the charity. After all those weeks of cycling the hills around County Carlow and beyond, Olin proudly presented a cheque to Ian Wilson of Carlo Kilkenny Home Care Team for funds raised to date. He would like to thank everyone for their donations and support during his fundraiser. No more going around the bend on Arliss Road. Article by Carmel Hayes. Maddened motorists have said farewell at last to the notorious Arliss Bends. After countless years of planning, a 4.3 million euro road straightening project has finally been completed. The magnificently straight route has now opened to drivers, replacing the infamous accident black spot that was among the worst in the county. The Maidenhead realignment scheme bypassed the bends with the construction of a straight 2-kilometre stretch of road on the N80 between Stradbally and Carlow, about a kilometre from Arliss village. After 18 months of construction, minor finishing works have been completed and a new stretch of road has finally opened to traffic.
The new section stretches from the town's land of Ballynagall to the town's land of Castletown, passing through the town's lands of Maidenhead, Coolanowl and Kilcruz. Construction was carried out by Clonmel Enterprises Limited, based in Nace, County Kildare. Mansana celebrated 10th birthday in style. Article by Michael Tracy. The Mensana Festival celebrated its 10th birthday in style, despite late changes due to the recent COVID-19 restrictions. This year's festival, which featured talks, workshops, music and storytelling, which were all streamed online, was described as a resounding success. Plans for some public events had to be shelved at the late stage, but the Mental Health Festival volunteers rose to the task. This year was challenging, said Joe Donoghue. We had to change and connect with people in different ways. To be honest, it was a resounding success. The feedback was really, really good. The events were streamed live on Facebook and can still be found on the page. Organisers noticed that people continued to go back to the pages to view videos days after the talk itself. We reached more people as a result. I am aware some people may not be on Facebook or tech savvy, but we definitely reached more people. Mary Claire Hart's How to Quieten Your Mind talk attracted almost 4,000 views alone. The festival Facebook stats showed that there had been 17,500 clicks, views, likes and comments on its posts in recent weeks. Joe said that the festival had learned many lessons from running this year's festival online and that can benefit future activities. There were many highlights of the festival, including an interactive storytelling session with Wibbly Wobbly Wendy, which was a great draw for families and a way for children to engage with their feelings. Another great event was a positive vibes challenge by the Backline. The Backline is a local group which was set up during COVID-19 to keep people connected with musical challenges and local musicians performing those challenges. Rugby pundit Brent Pope was this year's guest speaker. Brent has been open about his mental health battles and has experienced anxiety throughout his life. He just spoke from the heart, said Joe. It was very personal and excellent. We had a huge number of men who listened to it on the day. Brent talked about mental health maintenance, including daily meditation, activity and enjoyment. The Carlo Mental Health Association, www.carlomentalhealth.ie, also launched its new website, with Junior Minister Mary Butler sending in a video message. Halloween Safety Warning Issued Article by Elizabeth Lee During the run-up to Halloween, Carlo Gardaí, Carlo Fire Service and Carlo County Council are warning about the serious dangers associated with fireworks and bonfires. Each year, accident and emergency departments are filled with children who receive horrific and painful injuries as a result of the misuse of fireworks and bonfires. Hazardous materials such as tyres, aerosols, foam-filled furniture and batteries behave erratically and cause toxic fumes, which is bad for our health, especially for asthma sufferers and those with respiratory diseases. 
dangerous substances such as oil, petrol, diesel and spray cans are often used and result in terrible injuries, including burns, loss of limbs and serious eye injuries. It should be borne in mind that the sale, possession or use of fireworks in this country is illegal. It should also be noted that it is illegal to possess any fireworks that may have been legally purchased outside of the jurisdiction and then brought into the state. Many of the fireworks that are offered for sale illegally here have not passed any quality control tests and are possibly defective. The Gardaí will confiscate any fireworks found in the possession of anyone and such people are also liable to prosecution. In addition, there is a specific offence under law for throwing any ignited fireworks in a public place. Apart from the risk of injury, fireworks can cause great distress and annoyance to elderly residents. They can also cause great distress to family pets and animals. Finally, there is always the possibility of outbreaks of fire on property if fireworks, such as rockets, continue to burn after landing. All of this causes unnecessary extra demands on Gardaí, fire services and local authority resources. The ongoing issues presented by the COVID-19 pandemic will have a significant effect on traditional Halloween celebrations this year. Chief Medical Officer Dr Tony Hullohan has advised that public gatherings should be avoided and children and families should not move between houses trick-or-treating in the way that normally happens at Halloween. Carlo Gardaí and the fire service ask parents, businesses and households to be vigilant and to ensure that material is not left lying around that may be taken for a bonfire. If you see materials such as pallets, tyres, old furniture and other combustible materials or waste being hoarded in advance of Halloween, contact Carlow County Council's Waste Enforcement section on environment at carlowcoco.ie. They add that you should adhere to national COVID-19 guidelines in relation to trick-or-treat visits, parties and events, and keep pets indoors on Halloween night. Do not buy, use or supply fireworks. You should contact the Fire Brigade or County Council if you see a bonfire being built or lit close to buildings, trees, overhead cables, underground services or car parking areas.